Welcome to Spiritual Debriefing. I am Daniel Meadows, and to my left tonight... Hi, I'm Randy. Oh, wait, I'm Jed. <laughs> hey, Jed. Hey, you Jed. You don't look this good, buddy. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. And to my left is... He wishes he was your age. Yeah. <laughs> that might be true. Yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Derek. Hey, Derek. What up, Derek? Hey. How you doing? Good. Excellent. And in front of me? Well, like Ray, I'm over here actually pushing buttons tonight because I forgot some stuff. But <laughs> So I'll be pushing some buttons, <laughs> turning some knobs maybe. We'll see. And to my left, we have, as always. I am Randy. How are you boys doing tonight? Good, good, good Randy. Randy. Good. Good. Fantastic, Randy. I would tell you to do a bunch of things, but Jed does it great, so go ahead. <laughs> Like, share, subscribe, tell us you like us, tell us you hate us, just let us know that you're there. There you go. That is excellent. And there if you, you have any questions, send them to Ray. There you go. Ray.com. Easier just to put it on the uh, comments on the, the, the videos. Though. Yeah. That's way easier than trying to email us. Yeah, Unless yeah. it's personal, then totally send send us an email. Yep. Yep. 100%. Well, Randy. Oh, don't start that early. Chitty chat for a minute. Uh, Randy was on fire. He was. He I know. Before we started, <laughs> he was don't. going, and now yeah. it's like. All right, let's just get to it. Let's oh, just see? jump into <laughs> it, man. Boom. Hey. boom. Let's just hey, get going. Yeah. Go. All right, so I was telling these boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast is over. Right. <laughs> I, was told, I was telling these boys that I was getting spiritually beat up over the weekend. And in this week here, and I kind of changed the subject on them this week for our podcast. So I brought up the question of what is it to be bold in our faith? So, well, I'll just finish it out. What's it, what's it mean to be bold in our faith and where does conviction fall in the line of what that is? I think they go hand in hand at some point. And basically, I don't want to just dive into what it actually all entails about being bold, but I want to really get into what the word bold means as far as our foundation is where the Holy Spirit comes in at for us. All right. Yeah. It is important part of it, actually. It's, it's the, the boldness that we have to have to take up our cross, as Jesus says, right? That's, that's actually one of those big commandments to us, is to, to take up our own cross and to follow him. And uh, that is something that a lot of people will definitely say, and that's way harder to do. That's mm-hmm. especially as soon as you get out in the world, and it might be fine, and... The, the the grocery store when there's one person in front of you or at the gas station there's two people there or the random person you're under here or there and then for everybody there's a threshold is it is it three people is it five is it 15 or 20 before you're like mm, maybe don't say much maybe i'll keep it a little quiet now maybe my boldness starts to get quieter and quieter mm-hmm. depending on the size of the crowd and not not everybody's that way right some or, people or don't. maybe it just depends on who's present yep there could right. be that too yep. there definitely can be that too right that, so that you're boldness. saying your comfort zone is being violated at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It would need to be. <laughs> Boy, 
tell you what, I tell you, all weekend I felt that way as well because <laughs> it was kind of, I don't know why, but it was kind of hard texting you guys Monday morning. Not really, but it was one of those kind of deals. Like, yeah, I have yeah. no problem talking to you boys, and you know that. Mm-hmm. But just, I felt like a puppet, and my fingers and mouth was moving. And <laughs> and I text my wife, I can't capitalize he enough is getting me in trouble again. And she says, oh, oh what's going on? And I said, he's making me talk and suggesting things to these boys that I don't ever do. And of course, Derek's words were say it again about time. Exactly. I don't don't do this. I don't do this. So yeah. So yeah, that was one that I wanted to start out with was (laughs) talking to someone that normally would not or step out of your comfort zone by praying with them, a family member, friend, coworker. Yeah. So I think it starts with the, your, your comfort zone and once you can get past that, I think uh, I think for as far as where I was wanting to start, I think as a new believer, we all ask Christ into our heart, so we're going to receive the Holy Spirit into our heart. And at that point, my question to you boys is because you guys are more in depth with this word do you feel well we'll get to that question next we'll get to this question first because <laughs> I think I know this question because I've read the scripture on this one pretty quickly and I understand it easily do you feel like the Holy Spirit gives you boldness 100% of the time or only when you ask for it does it come and go or whenever is it 100% of the time as whenever you accept Christ, you have the Holy Spirit. You're empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so I think with that, you have the same boldness that Jesus had, right? And it's not the Holy Spirit giving and taking that boldness away. It's you choosing to step out in that boldness or to not. Right, there's circumstances all the time that require us to be bold. I mean, sharing your faith is a bold step. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, absolutely. And and look at Paul, right? Paul in jail, he had the choice every time: do I share the gospel or do I not? Am I going to be bold or am I not? Stephen, on his knees, about to be stoned, right? Speaks up in boldness about forgiving those that are or fixing to kill him. Mm-hmm. So I think I think when you become a Christian, you are empowered with every bit of the Holy Spirit and all of the boldness, all of the strength from that moment right then. I don't think it is something that you grow into boldness. I think it is you get it. And then what do you do with it now? Are well, you- I mean, yeah, even Paul and Solomon, as both said, right? And I, and I have it on here... The righteous are as bold as a lion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and I, you know, we talked about I'll the... mark that one off my list. That a boy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, and I, and we talked about this too, and I love the lion, right? And he's the king of the jungle. Mm-hmm. He's not the fastest. He ain't the biggest. He ain't the strongest. Right? But he has that boldness of a lion. 
He's a lion. And we got to have that kind of boldness as well, because when we're Christians, we're not bold all the time. We're not going to go out there and just hammer that Bible down and just be that kind of bold, I don't think. Where sometimes we have to sit down, like a lion does, and observe. Mm -hmm. We listen. When it's time to attack, it's time to attack. So that's why I think it's mentioned in there to be as bold as a lion. Because we're not going to be that aggressive boldness 24-7. We're not going to be as fast as a cheetah. You know, we're not going to be the big, mighty, strong elephant. So, you know, and when Jesus walked the earth, and you and you see that boldness where he says, you're sinning, you're messing up, quit doing that, follow me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think there's times that the Holy Spirit gives us that boldness to fight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think the Holy Spirit tells us, pick your battles right because today's the day we listen today's the day we observe tomorrow's the day that we have to fight right so and i think that holy spirit guides us to do those certain things so this is the statement that generated that question and it says is the boldness a gift from god so the answer it gives here says even the Apostle Paul experiences this, and this is why he asked the Ephesians to pray that he may declare the gospel boldly as he ought to speak. Ephesians six twenty. Boldness is not an option for us. As I said, boldness is not an option, but it is also not given. Since it's not consistent gift of the Spirit, we must pray for it frequently. That's why I was asking the question. That's a good point. That's a good point because I think, and, and I'm not saying Daniel's not wrong either, that it's there. It's always there. You're yep. never going to be denied that boldness if you mm. seek it. That's exactly what that verse mm. is saying. I don't is, think it's taken if, away from you. Correct. I but think no. you, you just need to be asking for it correct, at the right time. Correct. God, God <laughs> is never the, the genie who grants the wish once and you walk away. That's why it's you die to yourself every day. Mm-hmm. That's why it's you have to pray to him constantly. That's why it's you, you the, the one thing we also forget and we have the hardest time with is when you pray about something and you pray about it and you pray about it. And it's been a couple days now, it's been a week now, been a month now. You still praying about it? Do you keep praying about it? How long do we keep praying about the same thing? Cause we're supposed to just keep praying. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, Abraham and Sarah prayed about that child for, was it 50 years, 60 years? I don't even know. We don't exactly, I mean, I'm sure somebody's calculated the number of years, but I don't know off the top of my head, but it was a really long time. And God finally answered that prayer. Even after he's like, no, I'm going to answer it. Don't worry. In a second. And then 20, 30 more years goes by and it finally does happen. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, that's the, the praying about it constantly. The boldness that you're going to get from that Holy Spirit is not a given. It's not something that you just can just jump out unprepared, right? Not dressed in the armor of God to be, go out and be bold. That's, that is not wise. Not at all. If you're not staying in your word, if you're not uh, uh, staying with Christians and, and getting your fill and making sure that you're actually solid in your foundation, as you were saying, and know what you truly believe and know what you're talking about, you're not going to be going out there with your arm, you know, being bold in your armor. You can go out there and being bold and go flame out real quick. Right. Yeah. You'd be deceived. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 
be but very persuaded to do something else. We're mm-hmm. bold in different things, right? Like the boldness that you that I started with mm-hmm. is the boldness of share the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's every day. Every day you have that boldness, mm-hmm. right? That's not a come and go boldness. Mm-hmm. That is a everyday boldness. As long as you now, pray for it, <laughs> I'm saying. As long as you, as long as you're, you know, I, I don't think for so it. because every opportunity is an opportunity to share the gospel. That is true, but there's plenty of Christians who and don't. That boldness should be inside of you. It's do you choose to use it or not? Right. That well, because it's a choice. It. It's a choice to use it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a choice to step up and to be bold and to share the gospel. Well, it definitely so, uh, has to be, and and you know it's not the one that your the the world you know tells you to make. It's not the one that your internal sinful man tells you that you should do. So yeah, so that boldness is in us, but I think the boldness where Derek was talking about is when we're stepping up and speaking out mm-hmm, against right. things. Yeah, yeah, right. That is the one where yeah, the Holy Spirit says, "Hey, be bold, sit down, shut your mouth." Mm-hmm. Right. But in both circumstances, I still believe you need to ask the Holy Spirit to give you the words or the actions to be able to do that situation correctly. You should be anyway. If you're about to share the gospel, you should at least take a moment and say, Lord, your turn. Mm -hmm. I I don't don't disagree with that. You know, I don't. Mm -hmm. It'd be the wise thing to do. But I think if we're following, right, no, that's the wise thing. But I think if we're following what Jesus told us before he ascended up, go therefore and make disciples, Mm -hmm. then we're in a constant state of prayer for God help me share the gospel now. Every interaction, every day. Yep. I agree. Yep. I agree. I'm not, I'm not contradicting. Work through me. You know, work through me. Right. And that's my prayer. Like that's my every morning prayer, every drive to school like that is my prayer constantly throughout the day right right being in prayer and then just doing on your own as far as the conversation Derek and I was having through this here there is a real fine line between being bold and your personal ego and being no there there is so right what I'm saying yes it is very important to make sure you ask the Holy Spirit for this guidance I I'm not saying it's wrong, right? If you're in constant prayer and you ask the Holy Spirit and you are indwelled with the Holy Spirit, I yes, I agree with you. But I, I still think it is in your best interest to make sure it's for the glory of God, not just right. doing I mean, it for the show. Because I mean, there's what a is, lot of show out there. What does Paul days. tell us? Whether you eat, drink, or whatever you do, do it for, for the glory, the glory of God, God right? Everything so, you should do is in the glory of God. Yeah, so if you're, yeah. But we're... we're I agree. I'm just saying for new new believers, mm-hmm. there's a lot of show out there. Mm-hmm. So we're just clarifying new believers, new, a lot of show. Mature Christians, they know this. So just, just throwing that out there just mm-hmm. for clarity as well. I, I wouldn't even say new believers. Because I, weak, I, I weak would, believers to I would weak say believers. Yeah. Weak, yeah. Okay. Yep. You know, and don't mean that as a diss. Because there have been people that have been saved for 50, 40 years, you know, 40, 50 right. years. That are still on spiritual milk. And they're still on that. And and they're they're still about themselves. They're still... And glory to themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and the thing that, again, we want to make sure we make clear is that we're not lowering those people in any way. And actually, part of the problem is our fault, too. 
right? We're just as culpable in every single member of our church in how much they're involved and how much they right. know and how right. much they, and what they believe in. Not every single member of this church is involved in that way. We were just studying that in, in Corinthians when he talks about at the end, on the day of the Lord, I will glorify and boast in you and you right. will glorify and boast right. in me mm-hmm. as our church brethren. We will be able to be like, do you see what we did together? Or do you see what he did? I mean, all I did was show up and take out the trash on Wednesday nights, but I was part of that church. And, you right. know, we it, that is the, the really awesome stuff to keep in mind, but it also comes with responsibility. Mm-hmm. It, that means that we do have that responsibility to each other. That is what we're supposed to be doing to say, hey... You look like you could, you know, maybe use some Bible study. Maybe mm-hmm. you, you know, maybe you, you look like you could be involved a little bit more in some way. Or just even talking to somebody and saying, hey, you know, how you doing? Have, do you have, a, do you Bible study with anybody? Or do you, do you, you know, just asking them these questions oh, yeah. just to see if you can get them engaged. Well, um, and, the, and the coolest part is too, is like the youth group. When you get the youth involved, most of our youth group right now at our church is if you give them a task, man, they're dedicated to it. Right. Because they have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that and it, it kind of helps them grow in the church and know what it is to be a church member mm-hmm. that I'm involved in this. I have a responsibility here. I have to be here because it's helping other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So and we've noticed that within the youth and we know that we're just about the same way, too, as an adult. You know, you give us a task or a responsibility. You know, we, we want to be dedicated to it. Sorry, I might have changed a little bit, but no, no, that's still that's. But it's it's Setting examples. Yeah, but it's also you can again tie that back to that boldness even inside your own church. Mm-hmm. That boldness to approach another member that maybe you don't know so well to just talk to him a little bit. Somebody you don't see in Bible studies. So I'm not saying you force people to go, but right. you can at least just ask. And and I I guarantee you, there's probably somebody even at this church right now who feels like they need to be invited to go because mm-hmm. there are people like that. And it's nothing against them. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that some people are. You kind of have to say, Hey, do you want to come? And they're like, yeah, actually, yeah, I would, but just nobody's asked them. And, and, and that's unfortunate. And, and it's my fault just as much as anybody else's because mm-hmm. I haven't asked anybody either. You know, um, that's just, that's another part of it, right? We got to be bolder with each other mm-hmm. in the church. And it's not always just, opening your mouth and speaking I don't believe it's just in our actions and our mannerisms it goes back to the lion like Derek said and I think that's in sharing the gospel the Lord knows when we need to open our mouth he knows when we need to be quiet and let somebody look upon us mm-hmm. so you have to be bold in your whole life of all your actions because mm-hmm. we're all being observed mm-hmm. yep. on a yep. daily basis on a daily Right. They're watching everything that we do and and we might even do it to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're all watching each other on our daily lives and, and how we react to certain things. Right. And so I think the biggest testimony for all of us is our actions and how we live our daily lives. Oh. Um, and so that I, and I think that takes boldness from us, too. You know, that's boldness to say, I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to live mm-hmm. for the Lord mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this every single day. Because people are watching. Right. Everybody's watching. More than you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, even amongst your own family, even amongst your own church, you, right. can, you can help strengthen church members with that too. And Randy, you said that this has been tearing you up since about Friday. I've watched you. This has been a couple months. 
This has been working on you. You've mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about tearing up right here, but there was a preacher talking about, I was listening to, I sent you guys on thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you listened to the old timer yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I'm going to spoil something right here for you because we're going to talk about tearing up. I'm I'm (laughs) going to, Put this right here. Is this the nineteen hundred and forty-seven guy? Okay, yeah, awesome. <laughs> he made an awesome point right here. Is we still ask for the Holy Spirit of the same Holy Spirit that they asked for and requested back in the day? There is no difference. And I'm just sitting here listening to you guys. The only difference I can come up with is. It's not the Holy Spirit's different. It's the, the the situation's different. He brought up the same thing I had here, and I, I lost it already. I've got my technology. I can't find it here. You're going to have to help me. The two fellers got beat in front of the council and mm. come back. Yeah. Because they were still professing Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that would have been, that. that's uh, in Acts. Yeah, and, one or yeah, and you're talking about that's that's Paul and, and or not? I'm sorry, Peter and somebody else. It's Peter uh, and I'm, I just I'm, had it. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm looking guys. it up. You're good. You're good. Either way, they Acts, got beat for it. Acts five. Here we are professing Jesus Christ right now in boldness, just like they are, and we're not getting a beating for it. Mm-hmm. They got on their knees and asked to be filled again after the beating, and God gave him that feeling. Okay. I'm going to tie this in with the last piece of truth right here. I told you I had something for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, I say funny. It's not funny. It's, it's just the expression I'm going to use. Okay. You call an interview. Okay. Monday after I text you guys, I said my little prayer. I'm like, Jesus, I need, I need you to have these boys bring it. I need, I need confirmation that, not challenging. I just need confirmation. This is what is from you. Okay. And I'm going to find this while I'm talking here. So I'm, I'm going back and forth here as well. Okay. They got a beating for everything they got. You know, I, I'm asking for just confirmation. I talked to you, Jed, and you almost, almost got to where my question, <laughs> I needed somebody to question me out of confidence and wanting to know why I wanted to do this. Okay. I needed somebody to confirm some scriptures for me because I didn't know where they were at. Okay. You almost got to me. You got to where I needed you to be, but you confirmed the scriptures for me. We got to talking about judges and it ended mm-hmm. up being in judges because <laughs> we talked about it that yeah. night, didn't we? Yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah. And I asked, I need confirmation. Yep. Who was asking for confirmation in judges? Come on. Uh, now you've put me on the spot. <laughs> I didn't realize this. No. The next morning I went and put yeah. judges on and I didn't realize I didn't it myself. Yeah. It was, was it, I didn't ask was for confirmation it, no. through scripture, but I got it though. No, That's, I mean the Israelites were asking for a judge, which is why the judges came. Gideon. Yeah. Uh, Gideon that's right. Yeah, Gideon asked. Yep. Okay. 
I, I didn't realize that's what I was asking for. That's, yeah. He throw the, what did, blank, uh, the, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the wool, the wool. wool that's, yeah, out. throw the wool out. Yeah, the fleece. Mm. I can't sit here and say I was comparing myself to that, but it just hit me hard that next morning when I asked about the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is all hitting me at one time. <laughs> Jed passed his test. You went there. <laughs> all right, Jed. <laughs> I needed a test. I did not. I did Always not text. I did not text Ray because one thing Ray did on his text message in the group message was, "Amen," and that's all I seen from Ray. And it was not convicting me to talk to Ray for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Ray that night was, "You're already smart enough for me. I know you're going to bring it." Isn't that what I said to you. So we know the answer to give Randy now. <laughs> that's it. Just that's say it. amen. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> and I told you last night or Tuesday night it had to be you and I don't know why but it had to be you mm-hmm. and what did you ask me Tuesday night thanks you do it it's your turn what did I ask you you know how sometimes we have the Holy Spirit speak through us right yeah, yeah. and, and you we forget what you asked what no. no no no, no. you put it. me on the spot all the time you tell me now you tell me now <laughs> I'll tell you, you told me, okay, I'll just go with the story. I called you <laughs> that night twice. I text you and I come over and I asked you, you too good to answer your phone? And I think that was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Cause you said, I never seen a message on my phone one bit at all. Mm-mm. We both like talking to each other face to face. We don't like that phone. We right. know that. Right. We sat down and you said, I want to know why you want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I want to know why. I mean, this is what I wanted, Jed. You almost got there. I almost got there. But you didn't. And this was not out of anger. This is not out of aggression. But it was one of those direct, only me and him could have. That was it. And that's what I asked for. I want one of these boys to bring it. I didn't ask for which one. I just, <laughs> But in my head, I needed that. That's who I needed, I guess. And he brought it. And I, when we left that night, I asked my wife, I said, you know, I did this. I asked, I did this and this and this. And I told her the whole story the whole night. <laughs> and she said, well, what are you going to do about it? And I said, the only thing I can do about it, we're going to go tell about it. <laughs> and I keep giving you guys all the excuses in the world. I can't talk like you. I can't do this. Old timer cleared me up right now we don't need no slick talkers so i told nope. you that okay Mm-mm. then i come across this and that's where the scriptures come in i think mm-hmm. with gideon mm-hmm. let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace there we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need mm. i don't think this is exactly what i was looking for but i think one of my quotes comes close to it you know who I think of, actually? Can I interrupt you Go for with it. that? Queen Esther. I got her down, too. <laughs> right? Queen Queen Esther, in the time of need, was when she went before the king. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are going to pop it off. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've got Sorry. another, Sorry, another female that I'll bring up in just a minute. I want to ask you guys another female in just a second. But this is not necessarily the one I needed, but this is the only one that came up at the moment, but... I think it's one of my quotes, but you guys are going to pop it off here in just a minute because I know you guys. <laughs> but 
somewhere it shows that we can come to God in prayer, come to the throne, and ask boldly anything with a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Not demanding. And I asked if this was your doing, Lord, to change this subject and do this podcast, that we do it in your name, your glory. Mm-hmm. I need this confirmation right here. And Gideon, with the scriptures, asked God to do certain things. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you Bible scholars. (laughs) (laughs) I think if your heart is right, I think you have the right to question God, and he will give you the answer without the judgment of being upset with with without anger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hebrews 4. Mm. What's it say? <laughs> Starting in verse 14. So I probably is, have it on here. You I probably do. Since then, we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in, who in every respect has been tempted as are yet as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mm-hmm. That's the one I got. Yeah. Yep. So I was reading that and I was sitting there thinking, because I felt guilty doing that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wasn't demanding. I wasn't like challenging God because, of course, my wife comes, you don't challenge God. You don't do that. And I'm like, that's not what I was doing. I hope that's not what I was doing. <laughs> right. I just, I. I, I came to this as like, boys, I think I need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I, I need We need to talk about this. And I keep saying I. I don't want to use this I process. It's just I think God's using me as a vessel to talk about this is what I'm getting to say. But I think in all reality, we come to the, the throne asking permission. Can I ask you to do this for me? And I think right or wrong. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's the same as having that boldness to come to God and, and ask for questions or you you can always ask why he might not tell you and he might just say, just do. And, uh, you might even find that things get worse when you ask those questions, (laughs) be prepared for that too. But that's the level of boldness, you know, that, that you can have that, that, and even Jesus himself at the in Gethsemane says, you know, if there's another way, take this cup from me. I mean, how that's bolder right. could you get? Right. And that's where I was heading with this. Right. Because if the the preaching we were talking about, we won't bring names up. I'm just saying the preaching we was talking about was the, the Holy Spirit will lead you to temptation for the testing. But you can ask boldly, is there any other way out of this? Being tempted is not the sin, but acting on the sin is, or acting on the temptation is the sin. But yes, going like what Ray said, if there's another way, can we get out of this? That's what I was getting to was as far as being bold and going to the throne about it. And again, that's what, what we talked about on Sunday night in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, right? If you do 2 yes. Corinthians 1, starting at 8, for if we do, uh, wait, so uh, sorry, 8's too early. I want to go to 9. 
Or, no, I guess it is eight. Sorry. <laughs> For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble when we came, that came to us in Asia, when we were burdened beyond measure. Right? And again, that's beyond measuring is what he means by that. Beyond any sort of, like, they couldn't comprehend how much they were burdened. Above strength. He's talking about, again, his own personal strength. He was burdened beyond what he could bear. He was done. He goes on and says, so that we despaired even of life. They were ready to die. They thought they were going to die. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. e- even at that that depth of despair, I think you can have a boldness to face that, like he is saying that they did, knowing that it's okay. God's there, even if at the cost of our life, that we would could do that, to, could carry out God's will, keep His word on our lips. And be spreading it till the very, very last moment. You know, uh, the, the, when we just did the 12, 12 apostles study, you know, they talked about Peter being on the cross. You know, he was the one who was crucified upside down. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was, no, it wasn't John. Which one was it who kept preaching even while he was on the cross for like four or five days? Mm, and he kept oh, preaching yeah. to every yeah. single person who went by. I can't remember which one of them it was. It wasn't Peter because he was upside down. But yeah. but it was one of them. And, and he, he, he spent days preaching on there. They even, you know, again, the church story goes that the guards who were around him were converted mm-hmm. by his preaching while he was there. That takes an awful lot of boldness mm-hmm. too, to be yeah. literally facing death. You're, you're, you're dying. You're not getting out of it. And you can still have that boldness to share God with people. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, and another point that he brought up was God loves you taking risk right or wrong. He loves the risk taking. He doesn't like you sitting in the pew. Mm-hmm doesn't like you being stale the risk taking right right or wrong because you can be corrected in your mistakes ask for forgiveness but the risk taking is what he's asking for yep and I I, I enjoyed that statement because it's yeah. how many of us are just so afraid of failing that we just are just too afraid to move yeah I'm not afraid of failing no. Right. I fail all the time. Right. And like we explained the other day. <laughs> I fail all the time. Failing is not what our worldly view is. Failing is just completely stopping. Yes. Failing. Yeah. F- yes. Our view of failing as Christians is totally stopping. Mm-hmm. We keep moving. It's not failing. We may have to do it a few times, but right. that's not failing. That's where I was like, I don't even call it failing. I call it growth. Yes. Yeah, like, I, messed, I messed up. I got that's growth. Yeah, I didn't fail. I just. I learned from it. I learned yes. to do something different. Exactly. Yep. Or, yeah. Well, he forgives us. We get right. to take the test again. Every right. Day. Exactly. <laughs> as many times as it takes to pass it. We, so we got glad. it. So that's great. Yep. So, okay. Let's see. I'm going to find. If you want to talk about some boldness, we're going to go to First Samuel here for a second. We're going to talk about Jonathan. Jonathan mm-hmm. said to his young armor bearer, come, let's go over to the outpost of these uncircumcised fellows. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saying, from saving, whether by many or by few. Right? So then he goes out there with his armor bearer. That's where he's like fighting on the hill with them. Mm-hmm. Him with one other dude mm-hmm. fighting against a whole outpost of men. I don't exactly remember how many he takes, but he just keeps, I mean, he basically, he wins. He just keeps winning and winning and, and t- turns the tide of the whole battle because of what he does in that bold step. Where he's just like, hey, come on, buddy. Let's just go over there and see what trouble we can cause. Well, that's, <laughs> that's back to Gideon. You know, the whole, not just the fleece, right? Wasn't it Gideon that led the army? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Right. How many men did he start with? 
three hundred? No, that's what he that's what he finished with. He started with like ten thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Soldiers. And God kept telling him. And then God the kept board. cutting yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, to yeah. go fight an army that was like three times his size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so Yep. Yep, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed about twenty men in that first attack, and that's when then then uh, the rest of the army saw the panic in the in the camp and came and routed them. <laughs> right? It just took one guy to go in there guy. and start just causing a ruckus right quick. Well, I mean I mean uh, even the known the most known uh, documentation in the Bible. I want to say story, but everyone corrects me all the time. But <laughs> historical it, account, it really, right. David and Goliath, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean yeah. that boldness that oh, it yeah. took right. to take on a giant, right, right? without any armor, with nothing, nothing but a with, slingshot and a stone, and right? And how many stones were lined five. up? Five. Do you know why he picked up five stones? Because of his because uh, Goliath had four brothers. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. He had four. He was ready. Yeah. He was ready. He was prepared. Yeah. Right. He was coming next. But it only took one. <laughs> it only took one. It only took but one. But I think. Look, that boldness is to stand up. But it, uh, both of those stories started too with "I'm going for the Lord." Yes, look, I was about to say, look yes. at look at David, look at Jonathan, look at Gideon, mm-hmm. look at Paul, Stephen, mm-hmm. Esther. All of them. What do they all have in we common? Go back to Noah. Go back to Noah, mm-hmm. and what did they all have in common? They were doing it for the Lord. They're, that was it. They were doing it for the Lord, but they were living a life to where. It, to where they were in a constant state of prayer and relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Daniel. Yep. And not perfect. Yep. I mean, no, they were not they perfect. Were not no, perfect. Nowhere near perfect. Nobody, right? nowhere near nobody perfect. Nobody was ever perfect. Exactly. I mean, Except David, mess, Jesus, David right? messed right. up several times after right. that. Right. Noah, Noah right. messed up. Right. Everybody messed up. And was up. still everybody a man did. after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Right. David was. You're right. God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want Ray cheating on this before you all change subject. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put two and two together on this either. But there's one more female that this brought up. Don't look though. I'm not looking. All right, don't look. <laughs> I mean, it could be Ruth, but I'd say Rahab did some pretty I, bold I, moves. I mean, that's a, that's a bold, bold move uh, to be in that city, to be amongst those people. Who, who had bold faith in the Bible and just like female? Mary. Well, was da- what David and uh, you say? Mary. Um, Mary. Mary did. Yeah. Mary. Remember, because uh, the guy oh, Mary, Mary is who you're Mary. talking Mary. about. Okay. Yeah. Incredible yeah. woman who followed Jesus with all her strength and boldness. Oh yeah, that was very bold. Yeah. Gotcha. I wasn't sure which Mary you were talking about. I was going to say which mom. Which she's Mary? pretty bold too, yeah. but which, to go tell her yeah. husband, yo, by yes. the way, I'm pregnant <laughs> and it's God's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God's plan for her to allow her to give birth to Jesus and the Messiah, despite. Extraordinary circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mary decided to trust God without understanding. Yep. I like that last part, without understanding. Because that brings you right back to the point of... Let me find it, because this was the whole point that I enjoyed right here. Can I play because, the crickets again? Yep, 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 yep. Because <laughs> I just had it, because you guys started talking about that. I was like, I'm going to throw this in there before you all change. I'll just go off the top of my head. He uses the uneducated person, the unequipped person. Always. For this it seems like scenario. Oh, God, God doesn't call the equipped. No. He, he equips the not. called. Yep. But we are so afraid just because. I'll be the yep. first to admit, so afraid to just stand up and do it because we're not equipped. We're not. We're always afraid well, of saying, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how right. to speak slickish. 
you know, so I don't well, want to do it. That's when so. God called me into the ministry. I threw out every excuse I could, like Moses did. I can't talk. Don't nobody want to listen to me. Like, look what I've done, you know. Threw it all out. God said, I don't care. Yeah. You know. I think it's almost like raising a family, too. Because, you know, like you said, we're I'm not equipped to have a child mm-hmm. ever. We're never ready. We were never ready to get married, right? right? I'm going to only get married when I have my house, my career, my new car, my this and my that. No, you know what? When I when I got married, I bought Crystal a $300 ring that I could barely afford. <laughs> and I didn't know how we were ever going to do it, right? Still but, no. you know, yeah, still, right. still. Yeah, still. But I, I, I think that, you know, it ties into that family. Yeah. Yep. Because we were, we're never prepared and never equipped enough to to do this, right? And, and we the know sooner that, you realize that, the better. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And well, I'm not equipped or the smartest guy. I mean, I always say that all the time. I'm not smart. I can't remember everything in the Bible like y'all. You know, I can't I can't tell you where everything's at. And I've been doing this for a very, very long time, too. You see me looking it up. Right. But, you know, I just know how to cheat faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when I when I come into circumstances or any any conversations that I need to do things, God is working through me. He, God is equipping me because I don't take the glory. Glory comes from God. And, and most of you guys know that too, that most of the time when I speak to y'all, well, I always say we, mm-hmm. it's we, mm-hmm. it's never I, mm-hmm. it's never I did this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. And I accomplished this. Yep. We, Mm-mm. I know, nope. I know that and, and it, it's, I even feel bad all the time when people are like, oh, we want to give a praise out to so-and-so for doing this thing. And it's just like, I mean, it's nice. You're right. You definitely want to give yes. the shouts out to people for doing good yes. things. But yes. also at the same time, the Bible also says, you know, hey, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't, you're not supposed to do that. You're taking away their blessing in heaven right. for calling out what they did to help other people out. Mm-hmm. That, that It's literally kind of antithetical to the point here. You're yeah. just supposed to do it because you want to. And, no one's, and everyone's just supposed to be like, all right, good. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not, it doesn't have to make special. Now, right. again, I'm not That's saying why you pray in silence, right? That's why you yeah. pray in silence, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to be up there and everyone sees me pray because now it's not about God. It's yep. about you watching me pray. How elegantly can you pray? Right. What can exactly. you say? Right. right. And that's why we do yep. that on our own, in our own time, in our own place, right? Because yep. that is my time with my God, right? Right. I don't know. I don't care if people see me pray. Right. But I want to do it. Like he says, right. alone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I still don't want the attention to come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out whether it's you don't look at Pastor Roger or you do look at Pastor Roger to not get called on. I'm not sure which one works. <laughs> well, do you, know, you hide funny, or do you stare him right in the eyes well, and be like, come well, on, do the it. The last two times that he asked me, I didn't make eye contact with yeah, him. So <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, the last couple of months I've been staring him down and it's working. Hey, I just look right at him. I wait. It's like. Right now, it don't matter because you're sitting back in the booth. Oh, yeah, the no, sound, way, so. way in the back. That's true. I yeah. found the ultimate way to get right. out. That's funny. Be the one he listens to, and he's like, "I got you, boys." Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to be caught on the next five yeah. weeks. Lisa's <laughs> mom comes by, and she goes, "Oh, I thought you would stop coming or something because for two weeks I didn't see you. And all of a sudden, I see you back here, and I see you got a promotion." I said, "Oh, promotion? I thought I got banished to the tower." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trapped yeah. back here. Yeah. It's always funny because he's like, "But you pray, but uh, 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 mm. yep. <laughs> can this count for the lunch dinner too?" <laughs> 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 
Just make it quick. Make it all in one. Yeah. No, and it takes boldness to do that, right? It does. And, and to pray and to say no. You know, you, you, I'm not going to tell Pastor Roger no because you know, <laughs> especially you in the know. moment. Well, yeah. no, and yeah, especially exactly. because now as a church member in this church, yeah. right, we fall under his authority, right, right. Pastor Roger is our authority, right. So, yep. I mean, God is our ultimate authority. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but when you're a church and you're a member of a church. That pastor is your authority. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not going to say no. Right? <laughs> right. Yep. Unless it's, you know, not biblical. If it's not, you know, if it's against other things that, you know, goes against what we believe in, then mm-hmm. I will tell them no. Mm-hmm. But praying at the end of service, yeah. Uh, yeah. you're going to say yes. Right. But I do know some people who have actually come up to me and said, hey, when you preach, do not call on me. I'm not comfortable for it. Like, okay. And I'm like, okay. I think you, okay. I think the most unprepared person is the perfect person for the right Holy too. Spirit to use. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hopefully, I when he, I try to be so, I, I literally I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, your turn. Don't, 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 don't me do it because it'll mm-hmm. be dumb if I say it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Bring her up. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, God is good. Uh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> you know? yep. But even even when people come to the altar, that's a bold that's movement, that is. right? It's a bold it action. Yep. It is. You come to the altar and you fall down to your knees and you're praying to your God. That's a bold action. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everything that we do, I think we can put this boldness on a lot of things that we do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even doing a podcast, even having a men's Bible study, even having a youth pastor, even whatever we do. Mm-hmm. But as long as that glorifies God, right? I mean, and Pastor Rogers spoke on that. You know, as long, if it's in your heart, doesn't mean it's the right thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Here, I got a nerve we can touch if you want. And because I thought about this with the boldness whole thing, because I believe it takes a lot of boldness as a Christian man to do what we are called to do by Christ, which is to be a servant to our wives. To when our wife says, hey, I want you to do this instead of watching the Super Bowl, you should be like, okay. And it doesn't matter if your other guy friends are right there or if they want you to be, you're supposed to be going to a party with them. If she says, no, I want you to spend time with me. We should be like, okay. But yeah, I love it. I, I had this, I had a discussion with Crystal last night. Right. And it's funny that you bring this up because I had the same discussion with another buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. We were talking about being married for, you know, a good amount of time. And he's about the same years in. And I said, through the marriage, the more that I'm a servant to my wife, the better it gets. Yep. Agreed. And I will tell you that it's awesome. Right. Because, uh, you know, me and Crystal talked about it last night and it's funny because I was like, I talked to so-and-so and I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, the Holy Spirit was working through me and I could tell because it was just like, bump to bump to bump to bump. I have no idea what we're, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, and I told that my buddy too, I'm like, yeah, we could build this great big, awesome thing at work and be like, honey, look at this. And she'd be like, well, you didn't take the trash out. I don't really care. Right. But when you go and do those honey do lists and you, and you do what she, you know, really wants you to do, Mm -hmm. man, it makes a relationship so much better. I can, uh, uh, that's proof. I mean, yep. And it, and in our society, it takes a lot of boldness for a man to be like, oh yeah, no, I, I, I do what my wife asked me to do. Right. Right. If she, I mean, if, if, I used to be the one that was like, no, I'm the man. Yeah. Right. Right. I totally get what to. you're saying. And no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still am ask her. Yeah. <laughs> what she let you be. No. Right. But, but there, it, no, but there is a balance though. Yeah, That's true. Yes. There is a balance yes. because well, I'm not saying that you guys have to be like, 
you know, whatever you say, honey, goes. Right. No, that's, that's not, not it either. That's not what we're saying. No. We're saying that you're still the head of the household. You're right. still the man over your family. You are still the leader of your family. Right. But. You still serve. Whatever she needs. still serving yep. yeah. whatever my she wife. Needs. And I, you know, whatever and that, she wants. Well, and that goes with. In, within reason. And that goes with love. <laughs> yep. That goes with love. Yeah. The servant and the love goes together. Right. Well, because God tells you to do, to love your wife because right. it's the hardest thing to do. Right. So he tells the wife to submit to your husband because it's the hardest thing to do. Yep. I, right. I tell my wife all the time, you need a toe, I'll get you a toe. You would nail polish. <laughs> 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 Maybe I, get that I joke for the, reference. Yeah, I, th- no, I we're think not, we're not telling serv- you guys to be cowards and just cower right. down. Yep. Well, I think the serving is not necessarily just completing the honey do list. No, I think the no, serving is when no. you see something needs to be done around the house and you just do it. You do it before or they even you, ask. Yep. Right. I think that you know that is a bold step. But, I, yeah. You no, know, sorry. No, but but like because I know for Taylor, like if she asked me to do something, like okay, great, you got it done. But when I just do it without anything, like that to her is like I rolled out the red carpet and you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that is a big thing for her. Like that is service because now you're going out of your way to do something that she never asked you to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it comes from love. Yeah. Right. Right. You're doing that because you love your wife. Right. And I'm doing this out of love and not going, oh, I got this honey-do list to do. Oh, my goodness. No, like, you know, just like your, your perfect example. I'm going to do this because I love my wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do this in a loving and cheerful heart. Because mm-hmm. I want to. And to be the servant, right? Yep. So. Yep. And I'm, not, yeah. I'm not calling it a honey-do list anymore. It's, yeah. a, it's a serving list now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a serving so, list. <laughs> so I'll make two real quick points about that, and we'll just conversate back on that. But yeah. the, the servant, I was telling you about bold love mm-hmm. the other day. Well, I didn't have much on that, but that just brought up a, a Jesus shoulders bolt love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Washing of the feet, and Peter Peter said, "Yeah, don't do that." Don't yeah, do he that. said, "Don't." Yeah. Like, no, and I then, should be the one washing. And your then feet, wash yeah. my whole body. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's bold love. Men didn't wash men's feet back then, and let alone Jesus washing our feet. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as what they were doing, yeah. men, men of men of great stature. That's what. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yep. that's what I mean. I didn't mean to say it like that, yeah. but I'm saying as as far as that wise, I'm saying right. That's bold love, as far as that, because yep. Jesus getting down doing that for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, so and as he far as orchestrated that, wise, that, he orchestrated that perfectly because yes. in that type of house, because remember this was at a man's house. Yeah. This wasn't at like a special place. Yes. So this was a, it had to be a sort of wealthy man. It was a big room. It was a that big he had room upstairs. It was available, yeah. right? And in a man's house like that, he had a person whose job was to wash That's, every yeah. guest's foot foot who came into the house. It was a servant's it was a job. Yes. It was the lowest yes. of the lowest. And it yes. should have been yeah. done the yes. second they came in. And Jesus had to have said, no, don't do that. It would have happened otherwise. There's no reason why their feet would not have been washed. Or maybe they were washed twice. I don't know. But either way, again, that is, again, the low. You're right. That is like you're the youngest boy who you've hired on your servant staff. That's his job is to wash people's mm-hmm. feet. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and again, Jesus took that spot. Mm-hmm. He took that spot. And again, we're supposed to take that spot, too. Yep. Right. I mean, I, I know I don't do it enough, but you know, I don't wash my wife's foot, but I'll sure massage her feet. And they love that. I'll tell you right now. They love that. I just don't like feet. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, either. I don't either. There you go. That, then you know what? God, will give, you, God will give you even That's more not. reward for that. I'll tell you right yeah. now that over the guy who loves feet and is massaging them 100%. Yeah. You know that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
You just got to be sitting there going, building up a bigger mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting a swimming pool in this yeah. one. <laughs> Rodeo ring out by Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So the other part of that was we talked about, I didn't want to go down the road of how boldness meant aggression. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. I didn't want to do that because that was the conversation we had was mm-hmm. I wanted him to question me on how far I wanted to go. I didn't think boldness, my personal, you don't need boldness to have aggression. I think actually aggression a lot of times is covering up for a lack of boldness. Yes. I think if there needs to be aggression, that is only on the Holy Spirit telling you that you need to step up more and do it as he tells you to do. Mm -hmm. Right. That's my opinion. If that's wrong, biblically, tell me. Maybe you have to flip tables. Right. But I'm just saying, I think that's the Holy Spirit's decision, not ours to be aggressive. That's what I told you the other day on that part. Mm -hmm. What I was trying to get to was I was trying to get away from, not, not get away from, I was trying to put it in a more subtle is converting boldness into a word as passion. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as being in our foundation, we need to make boldness as into a passion. Like we like horses. That's our passion or whatever. Farming. Ford cars. No, he works on every day. Every single day. You know, we we <laughs> preach him boldness, right? As should be a passion for right. The Holy it's a Spirit passion, just pouring out that you know, passion. And and you yep. can tell when somebody's yes. preaching with that passion, yes, right, or sharing mm-hmm. the gospel with that passion, mm-hmm. that kind of boldness, or the yes. ones who are doing it for self edification, correct? So, and you can you can tell the difference mm-hmm. between the two, even the ones. Like, I've gotten to a point now that I can watch a pastor and I can see they can have the same mannerisms and get excited at the same points on stuff. And I'm like, okay, he's doing it for self. He's doing it because the Spirit's driving him to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where you yes. can take yeah. away, that's where you can take away knowing it's not aggression, mm-hmm. harshness of any kind, and knowing it is the Holy Spirit driving mm-hmm. you instead of human flesh mm-hmm. driving it and that's where i was going with that because i i wanted you so badly to question me because i think it was your directness not saying you couldn't do it <laughs> not you couldn't do it i'm sorry you couldn't have done it and you definitely couldn't have. and i'm not saying that to downgrade you guys we don't have that same directness no, you, directness you, like you do and i'm not putting you guys down for no. that we're down here for no, different no, no. reasons I think it only been those two, but I think it just came down to this man doing it for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And wasn't me; it didn't come from me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, it, but it, so I, mean, I always say too. You all know me now. Yes, m- many many years. I'm a very direct person. Right, yep. right. I get right to the point, yep. and here we go. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't hold anything back. I don't sugarcoat nothing. Yep. If you're wrong, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Yep. And but I want the same thing from y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, I want you to tell me that I'm wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I need to be doing this or be doing that. But that's just the way I am. Right? I guess that's just the way I was built and God built me that way. There's just yep. I've always been kind of very direct. Mm-hmm. And but sometimes that directness will get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right? I gotta watch my crowds. And that's what sometimes hurts me 
Mm-hmm. Because now I hurt somebody's feelings because I was direct. Yep. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times Jesus was very direct. Yep. Right. A lot of times. Right to the point <laughs> and says, this is how it is. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't believe in me. This is what happens if you, if you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plain and simple. Well, yep. I was this week I'm going through Matthew 5 when, in one of the Bible studies I'm doing. And so we were going through the Beatitudes first, mm. which there's a couple of things that trickle right through this whole Matthew 5 that work with this. Because in the Beatitudes, sort of verse 5, he says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I have a completely different, different understanding of that from the last time I read through it. Because I now understand better what meek means. What's right? it mean? Meek means you're in full control of your strength, power. It is the word they used for, again, their champion war horses were called meek. Mm-hmm. The most powerful soul, you know, weapon on the battlefield <laughs> is meek because you're in full control of it. So that's why it says the meek shall inherit the earth. Jesus is not saying the weak. Jesus is not saying the the low, the, the people who have no skill or power. He's saying the most dangerous people on the planet who are in full control of themselves mm-hmm. are going to take control of the earth. Right. And that's again, that's so that's about when you're talking about violence or, you know, if you want to get aggression with it, true Christian biblical boldness will be always be meek. It will always be meek. That doesn't mean you never flip a table, mm-hmm. but you don't mm-hmm. flip the table and except for the, the right reason. At the right, right the, time. But that was righteous. That was righteous. It only happened twice. That was yes. righteous yeah. anger. Like yeah, when was... you're losing a monopoly because somebody might be cheating, then you flip the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other time it's okay. Or Scrabble, somebody right. played Something the, like that, the yeah. letter J on triple letter. Yeah, you're like, that's not fair. That's not far. We're not using words. Uh, but so, And then I, what I picked out because of the boldness is, again, 13, Matthew 5, 13, everybody knows this one you are salt of the earth but if the salt has lost its flavor how shall it be seasoned it is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men you are a light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to our all who are in the house right again that's that's Mm -hmm. the boldness that he is talking about there do you have to have it but then he goes on as you want to talk about jesus was bold right after that he goes on to go through how he has, as he calls it, fulfills the law. And he goes through and he basically goes through almost all 10 commandments and tells you not only did you not fulfill them before, but I'm telling you they're even five times as hard as you thought they were. Right? You thought you had to murder somebody to to be damned? No, no. Just be angry with somebody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just call them a fool. All you have to do is say, you're dumb. Oh, that's damnation to hell. Same as murdering somebody. Oh, you never cheated with another woman? Great. All you have to do is look at a woman for a microsecond and think, oh, and... That's enough. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. He literally spells out in the rest of Matthew 5 that you will never be able to hold the law. You're never, ever going to be able to hold. You've broken every commandment there is. There's not right. a single person in this room going to be like, well, no, I've only broken three or four of the commandments. I'm actually doing okay. No, I'm sorry. You've broken every single one of them. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's for boldness them, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For them, though, <laughs> right. it wasn't just the ten. Well, that's true. The 400, 400 plus yes. laws. Yeah. Like. He only goes through the 10, but, right. <laughs> yeah. but still, he, he literally takes it and just says, oh, you thought they were hard before? <laughs> impossible. They're yeah. impossible because yeah. of our sin nature. Yeah. Right. And, and with my friend who I was going through the Bible study with, he actually kind of fought me on that for a little bit. Because, but no, I don't, I don't ever think, I'm like, no, no, you might, you know, you don't plan it out. You don't go through the whole, I'm right. gonna, but you have the thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. You have the thoughts. You can't stop them. I'm sorry. If you try to claim you don't have these thoughts, <laughs> you lie to yourself. Don't right. lie to me. Right. Yep. <laughs> you can't yep. lie to God. Oh, I know. <laughs> so yep. he knows. It doesn't matter what you want to tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to convince me. I'm not your judge. Right. I'm not your jury. I'm not going to condemn you. Uh, I'm just here to try to help you. That's yeah. all. But when the temptation starts coming in for those thoughts, you can battle it. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't well, win. We I'm not saying you're yeah. weak. God, right? That's why we that's wear correct. the armor, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to say that, that no Christian ever convince you, oh, I've right. beaten my sin. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. what? Yeah. No, I did God, not. <laughs> God beats it. God beats it for me every day. Yes, right. All the time. Yeah, trust me. Say that again. He'll beat you with yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't do that sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But where Maybe I was going with second. that passion, yeah. just and you must not ago. be a liar either. <laughs> where I was going with that passion just a second ago was I didn't want to use. We talked about this the other day. Was I didn't want to go with the the fear because mm-hmm. fear will come along with the aggression as well because mm-hmm. men don't like to be fearful mm-hmm. because once you say you're scared of something, you're going to try your hardest to be not afraid of something mm-hmm. or prove that you're not afraid of it exactly. if worth case scenario the only fear that we so. need right now as christians is the fear of god exactly right. that's the only fear exactly. we should ever have that's it yep. mm-hmm. exactly so you're not going to distinguish between the aggression to getting out of fear between that and the as far mm-hmm. as trying to be mm-hmm. aggressive as getting into boldness if you don't have the holy spirit of trying just to be passionate about it that's where i was going with the yeah so yes, just just defend. We'll go with what you said too, as as far as being fearful and being meek. I mean, you can distinguish both of them the same way as well. So, but going between that, I want to ask you guys this as well. Finishing off with fear, there is what's the difference between courage and boldness? Mm, that's a good question. You that's a good question. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. No, no, that's a really good question because there is a distinct difference there between is. the two. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I think one of them comes with knowledge, and one of them one of them doesn't, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's part of it. I, I almost think that like where we can almost go back to like boldness is going to cost you something, mm-hmm. right? Being courageous doesn't cost you anything, right? I could be, I can have courage to go through this fire and save somebody, but I think the boldness of that we have. Is I, I think it almost I don't, I, I don't know I mean it, that, that boldness almost cost you something because you're doing it out of I kind of I yeah because I see the dividing line between the two is your boldness is like the willingness to do it you're you don't you're like I'm not prepared I don't know how mm-hmm. I right. don't know what I'm doing yes but I'm gonna step out there and just get it yes. done whereas courage is more like I know what I'm getting into yep. I'm prepared for this. Yep. I, I know the risks. I know the rewards. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. So, yep. so boldness is the willingness Cheater. to take risks. <laughs> Cheater. Yeah. Boldness is the willingness to take risks. It is acting with courage. Courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Does yours have Yoda <laughs> next to it too? No. <laughs> Does yours no. have a picture of Yoda next to no. it? No. Does yours have a Yoda? <laughs> yeah, it's got a little picture of Yoda next what? to it. Does it, it got the ending of it? Uh, no, I don't have you. Uh, no, I don't okay. have Yoda beside so, it. So, what he said? Did you hear what he said? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the rest of that, hey, don't do that. Battery's dying. <laughs> okay. It says. So the rest of that is. This is in contrast to bravery, which is doing something with no fear. 
Hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah I don't know where the Yoda come from. So my yeah, I don't is. know why he's in there. <laughs> is that Yoda or the Yoda's pretty thing? bold? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's bold. He's brave. He's got courage. That's probably why. I thought that was a pretty good little statement right there, kind of distinguishing yeah. between the two. One takes fear, one takes risk. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, I mean, for us, law enforcement, fire, whatever. All first responders. Right, yeah. all first responders. Like, it takes Military. courage to yeah. do what you do because mm-hmm. we know there is – we're facing a fear. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what human in their right mind would be willing to run into a burning building? Like, there is some fear in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or running into gunshots. Right, or running into gunshots. Mm-hmm. But it – so it takes courage to do it, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And I almost think, though, too, that, you know, with law enforcement, first responders, military, you know, you're trained to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, you're trained for war. Right. Mm-hmm. But you still have that risk. You still have that fear, right? But you have that courage I think to, it's a healthy fear. Work, right. Time to go to work. It's it's a healthy fear. Yeah, it is. I'd also probably suppose too that there's a mix of courage, boldness, and bravery, all kind of, of in all situations. Yeah. And it's just is it more courage and is it more bravery? Is it more boldness? Because you, I, I mean, there probably are some cut and dries too, but really they all do kind of work a little bit hand in hand. Yeah. You could have courage because you know some of what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. you also know that there's variables that aren't, and that requires the bravery to keep you moving forward beyond you know your knowledge of what's going to happen, and then again the boldness plays in there somehow too uh, in, in different ways so I think there's it's one of those things where th- there's a mix there's no you know cut and dry well this was bold that was brave yeah, that right, wasn't yeah. courage you know I mean I don't know if anyone could do that I think there's there's something to be said there <clears throat> yep so we already did these two Bible verses so we might as well do the third one here it says in Matthew 1032 it says Jesus said whoever acknowledges me before others I will acknowledge before my father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Wow. Isn't that that's powerful. It is. It's very powerful. That is, right? That's such a such an amazing promise mm-hmm. to have. And that and that you'd think that would give us so much courage and to 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 do it constantly all the time more christians always right. and we're, we're, we're just not all there we're right. just not there yet to be that bold mm. yep yep mm. there's there's it takes a lot of conditioning especially for I can, as a, i can say as someone who's come out of the world to to condition yourself out of that don't cause waves don't make trouble you know go go along to get along don't interrupt other people mm-hmm. don't and especially it's it's getting more and more isolating in that way. You know, that's what Satan wants. That's, he does not want us connected. He does not want us in community anymore. You know, the, the, the attack on the family that God established is succinct and direct, mm-hmm. right? You can see it happening. And the weaker the church gets, the farther out we get spread. You know, I, I wish I could wave a magic wand and get it back to where, you know, I'm living on the same land with my grandparents and my parents and my brothers and my sisters, right. and my cousins and my uncles. And we're all there. That's a community in one sense. Mm-hmm. And then you also have your church community, too. Right. Again, we are a pretty local church, but but still, you know, it's probably an hour from one end of one person's house, maybe even an hour and a half if you drive over to <laughs> where Roger lives, because he's the other direction a decent way. Right. I mean, so we cover such a huge area that we wouldn't have necessarily covered before as a church. 
right? A lot of times before your church was, you know, well, I guess you had horses and buggies, but you were still a lot closer together, <laughs> right. right? It was like, yeah, these are the people, these are my neighbors. These are the people who are right here. Yeah. That community was really, really important. Well, for that's us. why it takes a village. Yeah. Right. But that's what they mean by it. They don't, they don't mean Bentonville. Right. (laughs) So going back to that verse, going back to that verse that Randy read, uh, Matthew 10 32, the context of that is it's, it's a great verse in us speaking about boldness and courage. It actually comes right after Jesus talks about persecution will be there. Right. Persecution is coming. And so then he goes into verse 26. So have no fear of them for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light and that in what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Mm-hmm. Are the two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered or those that are their lack of Derek. Um, fear not. Therefore, <laughs> sorry, I, I decided to step out in boldness there. I may right, pay right. for that later. Mine's going, mine's <laughs> going to mine. Mine's running backwards. Um, fear not. Therefore you are, more you are of more value than many sparrows, mm-hmm. and that like that speaks words. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. A little more context. Is that too? Even, awesome. Yeah, even after that too, is the disciple don't the disciples ask him? Not what peace. You, yeah. What, yeah. What do, what do you mean by this? Yeah. <laughs> do, do not think that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I've come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves the father, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Mm-hmm. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Mm-hmm. See the second half of that's quoted all over. I don't see any churches. You come in on the wall and says, <laughs> who, you know, you lose your mother and father. <laughs> right. You must hate your father. You must hate mother. your father. Yeah. Oh, what are yeah. we? What do we want but you know, you know, he 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 is God, yeah. right? Yeah, all of our love goes to him. Well, and and yeah. to in case anyone's listening doesn't know exactly what that does mean is he's talking about only separation from if they're not Christians, if they are not believers in God, if they're not going to follow God, then you go with God. Mm-hmm. You don't follow them, right? Right. It's that's you still honor them. You still yes. have to honor your mother and father, yes, but do. it's a different type of honor that you're going to give to someone who's not a brother or sister in Christ. Correct. Right. It's a completely different type of thing there. So it's, that is a, a, um, I lost my thought. <laughs> lost my train of thought. You when when I always think about that what? though, when I always think about it, that particular verse right there, you know, we always try to do when we're raised up, you know, we follow our father or mother, you know, whoever's raising us or grandparents mm-hmm. or whoever. Right. And we're whatever they're saying, it's gold. 
But now when you get older and now you're a believer in Christ and they are not, I can't follow your ways anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get on these little kicks of, you know, millionaires and whatever like that. And people that started with nothing now are millionaires like Eric Thomas and stuff like that, where he says, if I want to be a millionaire, I got to go talk to millionaires. He goes, no offense to any of you, but you don't know how to do it mm-hmm. because you're not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. If you knew how to do it, you would be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So now it's all, that's how I kind of reference that or kind of explain it a little bit different because I can't hear what you say because you're not a believer in Christ. I'm going to believe, you know, I have to talk to other believers mm-hmm. that believe in the same God as I. So mm-hmm. that's how I kind of, yeah, no. And that and comes with being right. equally yoked. Yep. yep. You know, yep. that too. That too, right? And and there will always be people you don't have the choice. You were raised not saved, and you became saved, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. not talking. I, I, God, I don't think ever calls you to completely excommunicate from your family unless they're causing you, you know, harm or something like that. Because there's always opportunity to save them now, right? Right? You can keep sharing with them and keep oh, yeah. bringing, bring, trying to bring them along. Yeah. So you, you know, you're you're. You're not supposed to burn your bridges, as right. it were, but you definitely want to make sure, you know, he also tells you, you don't throw your pearls before swine yep. because they may hurt you, right? That, you, that, that is a clear parable that is telling you to be wary of who you are sharing the gospel with mm-hmm. and doing those things with because you do not want to get yourself hurt right. in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and that's so that's just really important to know to know when to stop. Right. There's there, boldness, bravery, courage. Those are good things, but also, right, you don't need to tempt the Lord either and be exactly. like, I know the Lord's got me no matter where I'm going to go. I'm going to go into the worst place ever, and I'm going to head straight to China and start sharing the gospel yeah. without any thought and process or research at all. You might run into some problems. Well, brother, we lived it. We lived it because, you know, our, our in-law, my in-laws now are coming to church and super involved now. Mm-hmm. And I've known them for 20 years. And we've still stayed the same. Like I went to church in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They never came, right? We moved to Arkansas and they still see us coming to church. And now they're finally here. And I could tell you that Crystal has prayed many, many, many years for them. Mm-hmm. Right? So it never stopped. It never stopped. Mm-hmm. And now they're here and now they're involved and now they're Bible believing Christians. You know? So even though, like you say, they weren't Christians. I'm not going to push them off to the side and be like, go away. We're still going to love on them. We're still going to set the examples. And we just hope one day that they find Christ mm-hmm. that they have. And they did. Well, yeah, they did. Praise did, the Lord. Who did Jesus walk in the middle of? Hmm? I said, who did Jesus walk in the middle of? A whole bunch of sinners. Right. Yeah. It was all the sinners. <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't say, Oh, see ya. No. You know, like he, he said, Hey, let's, Let's recline. Let's recline together. Thousands of people, right? I mean, mean, that's who it was. It was the broken. Zacchaeus, you know, like who would go eat in a tax collector's house? Come on now. right? Or even accept one as one of his apostles, right? right? And have him following around the Mm -hmm. way he did. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Let me run down this list real quick and see what you all think about this. It says, how can a man be bold? What's your opinions? It says... They own their flaws and strengths. There is a difference between boldness and carelessness. Mm-hmm. 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 They keep clear priorities. They speak up. They pair actions with knowledge. 
They accept the value of failures, growth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they make the most of small wins, mm-hmm. and they build momentum. Mm-hmm. That's part of, you don't quit. You got to keep going. That's the end of the list. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, but that was. Oh just, no, I'm definitely sure there is more. I'm sure there is more. It's but, yeah. Those are all things that you can apply to what you're trying to do for yep. Christ, right? Yep. You could literally add for Christ. For <laughs> at, at the end of that, all those. Yep, yep. Well, and I think that, um, what was that last one? Momentum. Build momentum. Build momentum. I think celebrating the small wins is what builds momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you celebrate those little steps that you accomplish. Right, when right. you think about it, if you're losing weight, if you're training for marathons, whatever, you hit these milestones and you celebrate that, right? Like, man, I've lost 20 pounds. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. And then that just gives you momentum to keep going. But does jet says it all the time too. And he said this to me many times is just step by step, right? Yeah. One little, Mm -hmm. one little, one little goal at a time. Yeah. Right. Yep. And you and you have those little achievements, right? And then you keep moving. You're still shooting for the big dream or you're still shooting for the big stars, but like you've said, it's just those one moment at a time, one little thing at a time. You can't forget those. No, because that's what gives you that momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I like the one that says they speak up. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I talk a lot. That's Y'all good, though. know that. But, Derek, <laughs> you're direct. Jed, you almost like Jesus. You talk in parables sometimes. We have to think of sometimes what you say to us. And you have so much wisdom. That yes. is very true, and that's how I raised most of my kids too. And, and they and don't I'm know not, how to take that. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying it's I a like bad it. Thing. I'm not I saying like it's a bad it. thing. I'm saying sometimes you make us use our brains. Sometimes mm-hmm. you say stuff. Ray, you're too smart for us. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish I had a photographic yeah. memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Only all I can our, control it. In all our ways, we all have something to speak up about, either uh-huh. direct or. Make our user brains too smart for it. some way, somehow, we all have a way of speaking up. And we all can work together in exactly. ways that uh, that we would, and individually, we yes. are so much less powerful. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what God's working through all of us, right? Exactly. And we all have different characteristics and different, different talents. Yeah. And God still works through all of us. Yep. And what's great about it is if you take all those that we are and you put them in one person, who do you have? Jesus. Mm-hmm. He was bold. He spoke in parables. He was wise but on anybody else. Right? He was meek and humbled at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, right. he was all of that. All of us. He set the one. perfect example. <laughs> I mean, he, per- he said, yeah. this is how you be this is how you are a man right. of Christ. Yep. Right. I'm going to show you. This yep. is how you need to act and this is what you need to do. Right. But mm-hmm. But he gives us. We don't do it. <laughs> right. And he, but he gives each of us one like, of those. That's so cool. Right. right? Yeah. He gives each of us one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can't be bold with, like, it's hard for me to speak boldly, but I'll take boldness back. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I will sit down with you and talk with you in love and, mm-hmm. and you know, show you where the mess up was and now let's try to fix it but we've had many conversations and i know how you are right you know what i mean like you know and so that's where it's like that's how we're different Mm -hmm. but yet 
you look at Jesus and he was all of it in one. Yeah. That'd be so, awesome. And that's what's it? awesome. I wish I could do all of that. <laughs> all of that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and we know none of us will ever attain it. We're told that that's not going to happen. Correct. And and I heard a really good, a really good word. I'm trying to, I've been trying to remember for like the last 20 minutes to make sure I get the words right. And I know I have it written down in my book, but I'm not going to try to fish it out. But it was talking about the, the, the type of courage that we have to have to follow Jesus. And it was to, to have the, the moment by moment faith in the full provision of the Lord that in every second of every day, no matter, as long as you are moving for God, he will take care of you. Mm -hmm. And and that falls into, you know, uh, uh, what he was talking about, uh, um, what Randy was talking about earlier in the, in the verses that, that, Daniel was reading. It falls into what later goes on in Matthew 2 when he talks about, uh, um, you know, you don't have to worry about where you get your food. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about where you get your clothes. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about none of that. And and the, the I cannot grasp how I know that's true, yet I'm not brave enough to actually follow it through. I'm not brave enough yet to, to, to know that if I just, I truly know that if I gave up everything else I was doing and just constantly worked to fulfill the Lord's will, Every moment of my day, I would be just fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yet, I, I can't bring myself to do it. Well, yet. you said the key word, and a lot of us lose it. I not, I guess, not lose it. But some of us forget about it. Is faith? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a key word. That yeah. was it right there. Is the faith in God. And so sometimes we forget that, or we go, "Well, I can handle it." I can do this or I need money for my bills or I need this and I need that. God, how are you going to do that for me? Mm -hmm. I have to work. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I got to provide. No, we got to have faith. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and it doesn't mean you just get to be like, well, sweet, I'm going to stop doing everything. No, I'm gonna no, the couch and God's going to take either. care of me because that's no. not what he's saying. No. Again, I'm saying if you had in every moment and you just lived your life, like I'm going to go outside and I'm going to see what I could do for God today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go help people here. I'm going to go help this there. I'm going to go share the Lord there. And and we see it in examples, even in current society, you still see examples of people who all they do is give. All they do is spend their time helping and caring for other people. And they're not, they're not starving and they don't have, it's not, they're not living on the streets and they're not, you know, yeah, granted, yes, in society's views, they don't have super fancy cars. They don't live in super fancy houses. They don't have super fancy clothes, the newest cell phones or whatever else they have. They don't care about any of that. But though. ask them if they have the joy of Jesus. Yeah, they don't care about any of that. <laughs> right. They are probably, yeah. they are probably so much happier and more content and more yeah. joyful and yeah. just live a life of peace than, than any of us could. And again, I know in my heart and in my mind and in my soul that that is true and that is there for each and every single one of us if we if we just had the faith mm -hmm. to accept it. Yep, yep. And this also ties into just what you were just saying here. <laughs> so this is how can I be calm and bold at the same time? And it says calm the negative voice in your head and lean into the change. It's too risky, I may fail. Hold all that back. Second, it says, you have a voice. Third, intentionally listen. Fourth, make allies and build the relationships. Thank you, guys. And then fifth is have mentors and sponsors. So I'm sitting yeah. Yep. We you don't have, have to be right bold here. alone. No. Nope. <laughs> it never says that, does nope. it? It never no. says anywhere in the Bible. It says, okay, go alone. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Get, <Yep>. Make <laughs> well, sure there's no I, one else with you. <laughs> 
You so know, Derek. Except I think, to pray in the closet. I think when you said you got to talk to millionaires to be a millionaire, you know who's sitting across from us, and they're on the other couch there. Super educated, very smart, and look. Randy's sitting right there next to him, and look where he's blossomed in just a, right. since we've right. moved here. Right. <laughs> what are you looking at? Right. Well, <laughs> well, Chad, we've said this since day one. Iron sharpens iron. Right. Yep. That's right. And that's, right. In the, that's biblical. Proverbs. That's in the Bible. Yep. Iron sharpens iron, and that's what we have to do as believers, and we have to be, and, and, and this is life, too. I mean, we know this. If you want to be better at something, you're going to hang out with better people than you right? right and that's what we have done in our church and that's what we've done in this group the proof is right here in front of us it right is. It so is. if you're saying you want to grow your faith and you want to grow your your walk with the lord you need to hang out with people who have more faith than you and mm-hmm. who are better at walking the lord with you mm-hmm. because if you just hang out with the world all the time it's going to go the other way. Yes. But don't leave them out because that's <laughs> no, right where gotta, we need to you go. You got to dip right. in. You got to right. dip we in. We got to go have gotta, dinner with Zac- Zacchaeus. Yep. So, so now uh, if you look at it too, I mean, I, I, I put things with pictures or, you know, whatever you want to say. it. But, you know, if you're playing football, right, you got your team you practice with on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you go against another team, which is the world, mm-hmm. right? We train together here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Is we're training for battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're training with all of us warriors to go battle the world. Mm-hmm. And then come back and train some more. And then go battle the world and come back and train some more. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing. And then we need to continue doing that because this is how we get stronger. And that's how we're going to battle the world and not fall to the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we do not way. forget of the lost mm-hmm. that is our goal is Correct. to have them you know to, to, to tell them about jesus right. and the good news because god wishes right. that every single one the of kingdom them to be of christ that's what mm-hmm. our number one goal is to do but we need the training to go do that mm-hmm. and then come back and get trained some more and go do that you yep. mean is that the purpose of the church yes it's to train the christians <laughs> to go to the lost that's it that's not it. not to build something for the lost to come to <laughs> And don't, and don't just stay here with our group or in our what? church and turn into the Pharisees. What? Correct. Correct. <laughs> we'll have to start a committee for that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw a first quote out there and see what you all think of this one. Oh, you haven't thrown one out yet? Not yet. That's no. weird. Yeah. Crazy. Faith activates God. Fear activates the enemy. Say that again. Faith activates God. Fear activates the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he yeah, is, he feeds on fear. Yeah, right. So when what you know the difference between God speaking to you and the difference between the devil speaking to you. Mm-hmm. I had a discussion with Wyatt on the way home. He goes, Dad, when when do I know when God's telling me to do something? Is because he's going to give you love. He's going to give you joy. He's going to he's going to bring you all of this. And when when you feel that way, you know God's speaking to you. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. the devil's speaking to you, you know you have fear. Right? You're afraid. You. You know, you feel bad. You feel depressed. You feel that that's when the devil's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And so almost like that, you know, we're. Yep. yep. Especially if you're hearing things like you can't. Right. Right. You're mm-hmm. not, you're not good enough to do that. Mm-hmm. You're not smart enough to do that. Those are not things God tells you. 
because he he knows that he he would never say that. He goes, yeah, yeah, no, Dory, I got you. Right. I, I know you. I know you can't do it. It doesn't matter what you can do. When do you <laughs> yes. stop right. thinking that? Yeah. And just listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know you can't do it, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Satan, <laughs> Satan you says you can't do it. Stop. God says, yeah, don't worry about it. I got you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. I got you. Yep. You don't gotta. You don't gotta do it. No. I'll take care of it for you. That's the hard part, though. That's the hard part is, is especially when, when as you, as you said tr- previously, men we do not like to feel scared. We do not like to feel ashamed. We do not like to feel unsure of what the you know we're supposed to be doing or what the plan is or any of that. We don't like to be in that state or of defeated. Defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we definitely have an an, an issue when we. And I don't want to say necessarily feel in control. But at least feel in a place where we have some control, mm-hmm. where we have some options, where we have things we can do and maneuver and, and, and make things happen. When, when we get locked down, when we get tied up, when we don't have things that we can, ways that we can move and try to make things better, that's when anger tends to come out. That's when the fear tends yep. to come out and, and lash out. And I don't have any of that anymore now that I got the Holy Spirit. Like I it know. just. It is just gone. Yep, I don't get yeah, no, not not as much. You know, the right? Anger. I mean, you get, uh, yeah, I get angry. angry. Right. Yeah. You can't help it. You get angry, mm-hmm. and 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 it's just the speed with which you transition out mm-hmm. is, um, and it gets faster and faster and faster every time you do it. Yeah. Because you just you you come to that realization where you're like, oh, okay, oops, that was that was sin stepping in again. That was me. That was me making it about me yep. again. Yep. <laughs> and, or or how quickly you want to actually slow down and find a solution before you actually get overwhelmed and want to go to anger first. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed that instead of just blowing up, I want to stop and think for a second and be like, I did do something stupid and let's just figure this out instead of doing more stupid. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that is, I see it too. So, mm-hmm. so. Adding to that, this says, how do you allow the Holy Spirit to take control? Perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> like we planned it. Yeah, you know? I didn't. So. God did. Mm-hmm. He sure did. But, <laughs> so you pray for, pray for the filling of the Holy Spirit, and then you walk with the Holy Spirit. And then you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. You obey it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one where a lot of people have a little trouble. Obey. But. Who would have thunk that? Mm. Yep. And I and and I was just listening to one of the motivational the uh, motivational uh, uh, speakers. People. I was thinking, no podcast uh, boldness <laughs> motivational podcast on the way over here, and that was saying, I know all this is kindergartner stuff, but how often do you just listen to the kindergartner stuff? Obey it, and it's like. Hmm. It's hard enough for us to obey the simple stuff in daily life right mm-hmm. now, <laughs> you know. So maybe we should go back to kindergarten sometimes, right. you know. So, well, we, we, yeah. and I, and I think I told you this too. It's not the consistency of going to church; it's the intensity, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. we can be consistent. Mm-hmm. We can be pew, pew sitters. Mm-hmm. That's consistent. Mm-hmm. Yep. But where it makes the, the big difference is the intensity. Yep, are you are you are you actually using it the time? Mm-hmm. Are you are you doing something with it? Are you making sure that you're 
spending some time fellowshipping or or, yep. or actually taking some notes during the sermon if you need to or, or telling or, people about Jesus. Right. Are, are, are you, you, you know, asking you, if anyone around your church needs a hand with anything or, or just the smallest thing? Them. Are you sharing your testimony? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Are you making sure that those people who come and you haven't seen for a little bit and you happen to know them, can you, re- you know, reach out? Right. Yep. You know, yep. that's that's one of the big things to always, always do is if you if you happen to have contact and know somebody and you don't see them, even if just for one week, I'm not saying, hey, you didn't make it to church. But like, hey, I just missed you today. Just wanted to let a, you know. Yeah. Hope, and, you hope know, everything's all right. That's what I'm trying to, to you know. work on, too, is obeying the Holy Spirit. Right. When the Holy Spirit put something on your heart. Mm-hmm. And y'all can be witnesses of that too. When something is put on my heart, I come to y'all and be like, "Man, this is just on my heart. I'm just gonna express it and and move on because I don't want to lose that, right? I don't want to be like I want to ignore God. Mm-hmm. No, I, it's on my heart. I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. This is what was on my heart. Boom. You know. So this is where we need conviction right here. It says we cannot afford to be part time Christians who barely know the Word of God because Satan is a full time enemy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he knows, and he knows mm-hmm. every word Everything. of this Bible. He's got it memorized. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. He was there. Yeah, right. <laughs> he knows God. Yep. Right. Yep. What was that movie that you you had us watch? Nefarious. The Nefarious. Yeah. Yeah. It was an awesome movie. I mean, it it was really good, and it was funny because in one of the parts was this guy is possessed by a demon, mm-hmm. and they had a pastor come in, and the demon was getting scared. Like, I don't want you here. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. And then he goes, do you believe in demons? He goes, no. Oh, then you're okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Because you know why? Because he knew more about God and the Bible than that the preacher. preacher did. Right. Yep. And he goes, well, you're not saved. Pretty much. Right. Yep, right. Going like, yep. you're not right. saved. Yep. I'm not scared of you. Mm-hmm. Because I already, I already won. I beat right. you. Yep. Too late. Yep. Too late. You don't believe right. it enough, right? So, like you it's, said, being yeah. a part-time mm-hmm. Christian or doing whatever. You can go all the way back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer from back when we were kids. There's a scene in there where a guy holds up a cross to one of the vampires, and he just smiles at him and goes, you got to believe in it for it to work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, this was my second quote right after that. Some people will never like, the, like you because your spirit irritates their demons. Yep. So... Said by Denzel Washington. Don't forget that. <laughs> Denzel. I didn't, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. He's actually a good Christian. That man's, yes. a, that man's a good Christian. Denzel Washington is? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. Yep. But just saying. That. There's actually a really good movie of him that I cannot remember what it's about, but it's actually about a demon. It's about demons and... I wish I think it's it's something about, about time where yeah he's he's traits you know some serial killer he captures him he gets him he kills him that guy's executed but this demon who is actually in the guy escapes of course and then comes back around and of course knows things it's a really mm-hmm. darn good movie mm-hmm. so um, not biblical in any way of right. course but still right. another yeah, another good, good movie same I think same same type of thing but yeah. he's hunting trying to fight a demon right and trying to do it at first without God, which mm-hmm. does not work well. It does not go well at all until he starts to actually bring God into the equation. So, and yeah, you know, whether you are, believe in demons or not, that it doesn't matter to them because they believe in you mm-hmm. and they believe in God and they know. And, and it is something actually you mentioned way earlier, which is a really good point. Cause I also 
talked about this today with my my friend because you are re- correct that once we have the Holy Spirit, once we have Jesus, Satan cannot affect us anymore. Mm-mm. The only thing we got to watch out for then, though, are his teammates because anyone who's not on God's side is on his side. Right. And Satan can use humans mm-hmm. to get us. That's really all we have to be concerned with is our fellow humans. And I'm not saying you don't put yourself in situations or whatever, but just be wary. Just know that they're only on. There's only two teams. They're either on God's team and they're and they're a good Christian, or they're not. And so just be prepared. Know yep. when you're behind enemy lines. Know who you're with, and know your situation, and you'll be fine. They can't steal my ear tag. Cows <laughs> <laughs> right? yep. are tagged. Right. Yep. I'm right. tagged by Christ. Yep. And you yep. can't take it from me. Can't take it. Yep. I don't know where I heard this, but as podcast or something, or maybe we sit down and one of us talked about it, but a guy was started a job, new job. And he started a little Christian get together type deal at his work. And everybody kind of knew it, but there was one guy that was in his job in his department that would just give him heck all the time for years. And then he disappeared. And this guy Retired out of the company, made, still went on preaching a little bit. I guess he got called to preach, I guess. And probably like 15 years later, the guy shows up and he says, I didn't love the Lord. I hated you for that. That's why I caused you all that trouble. But now I'm saved and I thought I needed to come and tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, you never know where it's going to go. Mm-mm. You you won't even see it, right? You know, uh, what is it? it? It still works in, in amongst the Christians, too, and I don't think it's a Christian phrase, but, right, a wise man plants trees which he will never sit under the shade of, right? And that's the same thing that we have here with the Bible is we will, we will water and plant seeds that we will never, never see the see harvest. No. And, and that's fine. It's okay. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't care. That's all we're called to do is water and plant seeds. Mm-hmm. That's the boldest thing I think we can do. Yeah. If we want to wrap it in, got anything <laughs> else you want to add in there, Randy? Yep. It's not our job to convert people. It's our. It's not our job to save people. It's not our job to convince people. Or sorry, it's not our job to convict people. It's not our job to convince people. It's our job to tell people. The convincing, convicting, converting, and saving is the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's all up to God. Tell us. So why do we, why do, why we got to be scared? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Why do we got to be worried at all? I feel like Paul mm-hmm. said that. <laughs> he, he, that's a paraphrase of some things Paul said, I think. <laughs> some plant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly Paul's words, but that's real close. Mm-hmm. Some that's plant, close. some water, but yep. God gets the harvest. God always gets the harvest. Yep. And we want to wrap it up. Are, are you ready to wrap it I up? I want to wrap it up with this quote right okay. here. Okay, sounds good. And this is what I want to finish with. Somebody somewhere is depending on you to do what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Take that with you. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yep. You're either going to get the, the you, you either take the opportunity God gives you, and you don't have to, one, don't worry about it. If you miss that opportunity, that person ain't damned because of you. God's got somebody else who's going to be able to take care of it, but you just missed your opportunity. You missed your blessing. Yep. You missed your blessing. Yep. 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 You did. So. You did. Mm-hmm. So, and it's okay. He'll give us, he'll give us more chances. Mm-hmm. He definitely will, yeah. but it, just keep looking for him. Keep finding him. Keep, 
keep taking them. Be bold, right? Yep. Take those steps, especially nowadays. We got to just keep speaking. We got to just keep saying what we believe is true, yep. sticking to the truth that mm-hmm. we know is your, true. Your foundation. And not yep. compromising on yep. that, right? I saw a great last fact. I saw a great fact the other day someone posted. 100% of all people were born from women. <laughs> <laughs> Prove uh, me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Randy, thanks for that reminder. Yes, yeah, thank you, Randy. That was well, good. That was I'll, awesome. I'll just say that. this real fast. If the God, if God puts you in a spiritual beating over the week, don't take it as punishment. Mm-hmm. Take it as as something that you probably need to be something you need to be learning from. Because I haven't still figured it out, but this right here, get with your fellow. Mm-hmm. peoples mm-hmm. whoever and talk it out because i'll tell you this right now my my stomach was knots the last couple of days but i talked it out with these fellas and i still i still want more i that was my whole thing all this whole thing was i want information i want information and i think i'm getting beat in with it and i think that's my i think that's what my punishment right now was my beating is you wanted it here it is <laughs> and yeah. And I am blessed with it. It's not. Yeah. It's not a hindrance. It's not anything. So if you ask for, if you got that voice in your head, if you got something that God is pushing you towards, do not be scared of it. Do not fear of it. Mm-hmm. Run after yep. it. Be bold Amen. with it. Amen. And don't. Do not keep it to yourself. Share it. Yes, yeah. Share that's it. the yep. biggest that's part. It. Yes. Is sharing. Share yes. it. Because it's not only for you. It might be for you for that moment. Yeah. But it's for somebody else, probably. I guarantee it's Most for somebody else. Most of the time, it's else. not even for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's probably for you to build the confidence enough yes. to go do. Like mm-hmm. he tells us, go and do. Yep. So I'll end yeah. with that. Thank there you, you guys. No, no, thank, thank you. you that Randy. was great. That was great. Um, thank you guys for joining us on Spiritual Debriefing. I'm going to actually ask Randy if you'll close us in prayer tonight. Will do. Dear, dear Lord, thank you for this uh, opportunity to be able to uh, dig down deep into your word here and be able to uh, discuss um, stuff that was uh, on our minds and that you brought to us, Lord, to be able to hopefully share with somebody out there that was uh, maybe needing this conversation. And uh, hopefully uh, we can plant some seeds for you, Lord, and hopefully this glorifies you, Lord, and in, uh, in, in every way possible, Lord. I just want to thank you for this group of men here. And uh, just uh, thank you for your love and your grace, Lord. Uh, just watching God over us. And just uh, if anybody uh, out there would uh, need to seek and guide you, Lord, I just hope they could uh, be able to find that assistance or be able to just get down on their knees and be able to talk to you, Lord, and uh, figure out what they need, Lord. And I just, uh, again, thank you for your love, Lord. Uh, I ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Spiritual Debriefing, a podcast supported by First Baptist Church Hawassi. Please like and subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified when we post new episodes, as well as check out our past episodes. We'll be posting new podcasts every other Thursday. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions you'd like us to answer, comments, or feedback on the podcast, Please contact us through our social media or email us at dmeadows at fbchawassi.com. Thank you, and we hope God blesses your day.